This is B of C Live, the video and podcast series of Business of Cannabis. Find out all that we do at businessofcannabis.com. Coming up on this BOC Live, we connect with Matt Maurer of Torque Mains. They are the official law firm of Business of Cannabis. We want to connect with Matt about proposed legislation in Ontario that would allow municipalities to have more sight lines into where cannabis retail gets located in an effort to eliminate cannabis retail clustering. This is Matt Maurer from Torque Mains. Matt Maurer, thank you for being here. Uh, can I read a couple of headlines for you from this week? Sure. Uh, uh, as pot shops proliferate, should municipalities have a greater say? Two Toronto councillors push for limits on pot shop locations. And then this morning, the Toronto Star of all papers in an editorial said the market will decide how many pot shops survive on local streets. There seems to be an incredible amount of interest in cannabis retail density. It seems to be coming out of nowhere. Is this a surprise to you? Uh, kind of, you know, it's a weird time for it to be so newsworthy. Uh, this has been going on for, depends when you want to start counting, but for over a year and people have been taking issue with some of these things for over a year. So it's a little bit surprising that um, it's in the media so much right now, but um, not surprising in the sense that there's still, you know, density concerns, if you want to call them that, depending on how you look at it. Yeah, I mean, and just for context, for those that are not in Ontario, even uh, over the past year, there's been several hundred stores open up and seemingly all at once over the past year, while people have more or less been in lockdown for that period of time. But in Toronto specifically, what there's over 300 and many of them are right next to each other for right reasons like the density of the neighborhoods, but also um, the areas you can't go and can go really, I think, speak to why density happens. Uh, of clustering rather. Um, and, and a bill has been put forward by the NDP or two NDP sort of backbenchers, if you will. Um, and does it have a chance of passing, which would really tell us what the, the proposed legislation would do. And then we could talk about if you think it has a chance of passing. Yeah, okay. So the proposed legislation basically in a nutshell says that it's going to amend the existing Cannabis License Act um, to allow for the registrar to consider as part of the public notice period resolutions that are passed by a municipality or a city or a town or whatever the case is. And those resolutions could be with respect to a certain application. They, they could make a submission, if you will, about a certain store. Uh, it could be a certain area of the city or it could be citywide. Um, and so basically, if it passes, the registrar would be able to consider that as part of the public notice process. Um, will it pass? I don't know. It's an NDP bill. The Conservatives have a majority. So normally there's, it's obviously much harder for uh, someone who's not in the government to introduce a bill and have it pass. But um, the bill is not overly broad. Like it, it only makes a very small change. It doesn't require the registrar to consider uh, those things. It doesn't um, give the municipality an absolute right to dictate where they are. It just says, well, the registrar can now consider these things. And it's interesting because on, you know, in practice, historically, we've seen this a lot, you know, a store will try to open, they'll get submissions from the municipality, sometimes with guidelines that they've passed or, or you know, resolutions or whatever the case is. And in theory, the AGCO can consider them. 
as part of the submissions, but the majority of people, at least the ones I've seen, that respond to that, usually the response is, well, this is all well and good, except the provincial government said it's got to be 150 meters from a school. They specifically left everything else out. They specifically said, you can't treat, uh, you municipality can't treat our store differently um, than any other business. Therefore, if you give credence to what the municipality is trying to do, you're basically overriding the provincial government. And that has to date been very successful. Uh, City of Mississauga conducted a study earlier in the spring, and I think there was 29 times the city of Hamilton objected to a store and 29 times that store got a license. So, um, you know, it's, it's, I do think there's a chance of, of it passing in part because it's not um, overly broad or overly controversial. That being said, politics is politics. And for all I know, the conservatives just don't, you know, don't like the NDP, and we all know that anyway. Maybe they're going to shoot it down just to bring their own one that looks the same. Who knows? Well, it's funny. Uh, I did an interview this week on radio, and uh, you know, it was about the city council in Toronto wanting to have the city back the legislation that the NDP is bringing forward. And I suggested that the premier didn't listen to the city council when he was on it. Never mind listening to the city council when he's not on it, and they're they're supporting a bill that his party's not bringing forward. So, I, but but. That said, sort of how we started this conversation, there's been lots of conversation about this, and it's not just Toronto, um, Windsor and London and, and rural communities too. Um, you know, the ones that opted in are now saying, whoa, yeah, we opted in or didn't opt out, I guess. Um, and now we really have no control. It just surprises me that they realize any of these things three years later. Yeah, and it creates, and if it passes, or if something similar to this passes, there's been rumors for a while that they might try to put in a buffer, uh, uh, maybe additional buffer from schools, maybe allow a buffer from other sensitive sites. Like, it's, like in Vancouver, but also Vancouver, from each other. From each other. That, that's kind of rumored as well, uh, you know, but... And if it passes, we can talk more about what it looks like, but it's going, it already creates issues, and I think leaving aside the passing of the bill, when you look at how we got here, some of the problem is that if you think about it from the business owner's perspective, you have to go and get a lead. First, you have to, where do I want to put my store? Like, where am I going to sell product? Where am I going to make money? That's what we're doing. You know, that's what they're doing. There's a, a love of, of the plant and all those things. But obviously, if you don't make money, your love of the plant isn't going to keep the doors open for very long. So you have to find a, a suitable commercial location for your business. Then you have to find a space that's available for rent, not all necessarily in this order. Um, you have to find a landlord that'll give you a deal that makes your business viable. That location has to be more than 150 meters from a school. Uh, and when you put all those factors together, all of a sudden it doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out why the stores are starting to show up in the same areas. And you know, interesting questions will be, okay, well, if they start passing this in some shape or form, whether it's a, a restriction between stores or restriction between sensitive sites, what happens to the existing stores? Clearly they have to be grandfathered, but then can they be sold? Can they, you know, is there, is there gonna be a market for that? Um, what about people that have leases? They've signed leases, but they haven't actually started the application process. What if you're in the application process? So there's all these, um, things that are going to be challenging. And that's why the NDP bill, I guess, unless the conservatives want to do a more comprehensive scheme, um, it's easy because it doesn't require thought on all those other things. It just says going forward, 
we the might. Agency can consider what the city has to say about this application or in general. Although I, I guess if, for example, the city of Toronto passed a, a resolution saying no more stores on Queen Street, King Street and Dundas Street between, you know, Young and uh, Dufferin, um, you know, that, that, could be, that could be problematic for people that are still in, in progress going forward. It also creates, and we've dealt with this before, we're, uh, we dealt with this recently in Kitchener where they said, the city said, there's too many stores here. And the response to the AGCO or the submission was, well, but if you don't let us have a store, it basically means all the other stores got in just because they were first, like it makes no sense. It's complicated. And the, the, the fallout from whatever might get changed is going to be complicated, not insurmountable, but there's a lot of things that need to be thought about before someone pulls the trigger on this. Well, and that specific scenario would be bad for you and I, um, given given that we live in the west end of Toronto, and that's our those are our those are our home joints. Um, Matt, I, I want to point people. Uh, you also wrote a piece on business of cannabis that we posted yesterday, talking about this legislation, some of the impacts, and really did a deeper dive both in the history uh, of sort of how we got here, but also what the impacts of this legislation may be. I want to end it there so we can give people back their days. But I appreciate uh, your insight, appreciate the writing. We're going to post how people can read that here. As always, thanks, Matt Mauer from Torque Mains, our official law firm of business of cannabis. Matt, thanks for joining us this morning. Jay, always a pleasure. That was Matt Maurer of Torque and Mains talking about Ontario cannabis retail. If you like this program, please rate and review us wherever you heard the show. It helps support the work we do. We're able to do what we do because of ongoing partnerships with Alterna Savings, Cannabis at Work, Cannabis Benchmark, Can Delta, Gallagher, Headset, and Torque and Main. Find out all that we do at businessofcannabis.com.